Yo, where you at, G? I'm on G, Oluwa. Who is to G? Yo, G. Ugo Upi. Hey, G. Owe oh, hey. I'm in the studio. studio. Welcome to Amp Stories Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Amp Stories Podcast. It's your girl, G, a.k.a. DJ First Lady. And today we have a special guest all the way from GH. Go ahead, special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi. What's up, everyone? My name is Kuku Husni Sebo, founder, creative director, designer of Rebel Project. Rebel is a multifunctional lifestyle brand doing cool stuff ranging from fashion to events and undertaking various projects. Yeah, I'm 29 years of age. That's what I'm happy to be here to have a conversation. Awesome. 29. So when did you get started? Officially, I would say 2018, lots of part of 2018. I had been working on it for, for quite some time during my final year in uni. I had been working on it. So it took me about two years to prep because I wanted, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a perfectionist, so I, I needed to start off on the right path. So I did a lot of research and did a lot of trial and errors. And I finally got the chance to start in 2018, uh, lots of part of 2018. And here we are. It's been an amazing journey, I must say. Oh, that's awesome. What made you pick Rebel as the name? Because you say you did research. So I'm assuming in your research that also came up. The brand is built around self-worth. Um, basically, you're not allowing society to dictate your worth. And that's, for me, this is who I am and what I represent. I have been a rebel all my life. I always have different opinions. And you know, I used to think I was always misunderstood till I just got to understand that I'm different. I don't have to conform to societal standards. And I believe there are people out there like me, so many people breaking the rules and changing the game. So that's basically how the idea came about. I was just creating something for like-minded people, people who we kind of like share the same values. And yeah, I wanted to create something cool for people, for people like me, basically. So that's how I came up with the name. Rebel is R-E-B-L, not to confuse with the actual rebel word. This is R-E-B-L dot. Yeah, to make say, say that one more time for them. Say that one more time. R-E-B-L mm-hmm. with a dot. Uh, okay, just wanted, I just wanted it to... Just wanted it to be different from regular rebel work that we know. Creating this in Africa, I thought it was so important to distinguish because when you mention the word rebel to people in Ghana and Africa, it has a really <laughs> negative effect. Because over the years on TV, when I was growing up, if you are hearing rebel, it's always something negative. It's connected to wars and militant groups and stuff like that. So the moment someone hears rebel, is so negative. So I just wanted to hear something that would be like a rebel with a cause, something that is more positive. No, it's really not bad to be a nonconformist. Basically, you're just challenging the status quo. You can be a doctor in the way that you run your affairs. It's different from how every doctor does his or her thing. You could be an engineer and you do other things. Uh, for example, you can be an engineer and be a DJ and have your own podcast like you're doing. You're just doing something different from what everybody does. Us. So uh, not just this whole boxed thing, because again, growing up in Africa, you you tend to be boxed. You are not free. In Ghana in particular, you're not free to do a lot of things. It's mm. quite recent that people can be models, people can be artists, people can be doing all sort of creative stuff. When I, when I was growing up, it, it's cool, but 
you don't really get the motivation to do it because the whole idea is to go to school, get a job, pay bills and die or pay bills, pay birth, <laughs> repeat and die. So correct, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to do anything outside of getting a white collar job, I see to be a rebel. Every person in the creative space, in the creative arts is a rebel. So initially, like when I started this, it was me being a creative and for people like me, which will more or less be creatives because I believe every creative in Accra Ghana is a rebel. So yeah. rebel equals different. I love that. Rebel equals different. And that doesn't mean we should be punished for that, you know? And I like that. I like the name. I like Yeah, the name. yeah. It's not a bad word. It's just you challenging the status quo. You, you're not conforming to societal standards. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just you have a different perspective. It's all about, life is all about perspectives. But when people have different perspectives, sometimes people see them to be outlaws. People tend to have a lot of names ascribed to them. And that's why one of my collections, I have the Tribute T-shirt collection, which has a bunch of words on the back, which are words people ascribe to nonconformists in the society. You know, so we have words like nonconformists, we have words like misfits, we have uh, rebel itself, we have uh, unorthodox, so, so many, a bunch of words bunch of attributes of or synonyms of nonconformists put together paying tribute to people with different perspectives so i remember coming across your instagram page and i saw your self-worth t-shirt and i was like oh i like this like i need to find a way to get this shirt and so i reached out to him and i was like hey like how you doing i like your shirts <laughs> i like this color first of all i was probably giving you a hard time and i didn't even realize i was giving you a hard time because i'm like can i get this color can i get this color okay if you don't have that color can i have this color <laughs> and then we finally came to terms with the shirt that i actually have on right now which i really love so thank you so much for that i truly appreciate yeah. it and now I'm happy. I'm happy to hear, actually. I'm happy to hear such a positive feedback. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. You know, I didn't have to do all of that just to get the shirt, but I did because I thought <laughs> it was really worth it. You know, I thought it was worth it, even though I had a friend come and get the, the package for me and didn't bring it until a long time. That has nothing to do with you. Your delivery <laughs> service was spot on. Was spot yeah. on. Your thank service you. was spot on. So yeah, thank you so thank much you. for that. You did talk about having different collections so what other collections do you have other than the self-worth that i'm that i was talking about and then the one you were just talking about what other ones do you have or coming yeah, out? Yeah. I mean, you can give us the inside scoop if you like yeah yeah I, I do have a series of releases um first of all when i started i never thought it will actually become a business because i just mm -hmm. wanted to create something cool for people like me basically i believe there were people out there like me so I was just creating something cool to create some sort of like a community. So that's what Rebel is all about, like creating the community for independent thinkers, people who are very strong in their beliefs, people who are pretty much strong in their perspectives. So when I started, I was just that hat. I started with that hat. That was the very first release that had like mm -hmm. this one. Just a couple of releases from the Dad Hats era. Just something that people can have or consider as a uniform, being part of that community. So started with Dad Hats up until December 2018. You know, it was still fresh because it was close to December when I officially launched it. And so I decided to have a pop-up at Africella to sort of like just... It was a presentation exhibiting for people to 
learn about the brand. So, you know, I did a little thing, created my stand was really unique, which attracts a lot of people. People came around to ask questions. So that was the first time I. Oh, you are cool. Dude. That's what you're saying. you a cool dude i believe so (laughs) so that was when i actually did t-shirts for the first time that was the first time i did a more self-love and the tribute t-shirts that i spoke of earlier in addition to the hats just to give people different options right and the t-shirts were ideas that i had to come every release has its own story so they were like things to come and I thought me exhibiting an Africella was a great opportunity to get people to have a feel of what the whole brand is about and the idea behind it. So did a few T-shirts, the most of love, like I said, and the Rebel, the Rebel Tribute T-shirts, which has the words ascribed to the nonconformists by society on the back. Yeah, I did really well on Africella, sold out there. And I was like, okay, this could actually, people really like the most of love theme. So I went back to really like release it, did a whole campaign shoot, created other few things under the most of love theme. So I had a mug, I had tote bag, I had pop socket, created a, a wide range of items under the under the theme, the most of love theme. Yeah, so did a bit of that. And then I also released something recently for Ghana's independence, the 65th Ghana independence. is also a capsule that I backed on, just a little something to celebrate Ghana 65. And then I also have the Rebirth collection, which I thought people were kind of like boxing my creative ability just because I had a tie-dye collection, which I thought it was really if it's about self-love you know love can come in can come in different shades so i wanted to tie that with vibrant colors and i ended up creating tie-dye t-shirts for the more self-love collection but i felt people were kind of like boxing me some people were saying oh yeah you know rebel you know that tie-dye brand or like a t-shirt brand mm. i'm like you know it really not it's really not about that so i got Wait, bored let's pause wanted... right here you said that people were boxing you into a little category so they would they would relate rebel to it just being tie-dye shirts not even like the bad hats not the exactly i I guess they i guess well what really made people the most of love collection really did well so it it really really did well so i guess a lot of got mine on right now so quality yeah exactly so a lot of people that's what a new rebel to be about, I guess, you know, more self-love. Uh, some people, a lot of people actually thought the brand was built around just self-love, which it was a collection, you know, I, I released. So some people saw it to be a tie-dye brand. Some people saw it to be a t-shirt, graphic t-shirt brand, which I felt it was more than just that. So during lockdown, it gave me time to really, and, and, and something I forgot to say, all this journey, I had a day job as well. I was working as a marketing coordinator. When I started, I was working as a marketing coordinator at Kepinski Hotel. And I went on to work at Luca Health with Black IV and then Indigo Homes also under Black IV. So I was still working in corporate and doing this on the side. And like I said, I didn't see this to be a business when I first started. I was just playing around, just going with the flow, doing things that I, I enjoy doing. I love seeing people that I don't know personally rocking stuff that I have created. And that was the joy for me. It wasn't about, there wasn't any strong business model or like a 
it was just vibes. During lockdown, when we came home and we were working from home and stuff, gave me a chance to really get back into the zone of researching and recreating. And I decided to release the rebirth uniforms, which is like a complete fit of like a top, bottom and bucket hat which I created this from dead stock fabric that I found in Tudu. Tudu is a local market in, in Accra. So dead stock fabric that I found in Tudu and coupled with some tech waste pieces that I found at Ababulushi market. Ababulushi is the largest e-dump site in the world. So all the tech waste that come from different parts of the world end up at Ababulushi in Accra. So me and my friend, we happened to be there on different projects. And I came across these metal pieces that I found to be interesting. So I incorporated it in this rebirth collection. And the whole idea about the rebirth collection is, like I said before, the rebel merch or the rebel clothing, the whole idea is for these like-minded people to consider as some sort of a uniform. So you consider it as a uniform. And so I believe that when you wear anything from Rebel, being a clothing or like a tote bag or, or whatever, you become a different person. You don the armor of Rebel. So you become a, a new person. So I kind of like took that idea into naming this collection Rebirth because I believe when you are in this Rebirth uniforms, you are a different person constantly in check of your self-worth and yeah it's you're conscious of your self-worth you're just a, a different person you believe in your abilities you do not allow society to take your worth you believe in your perspective stuff like that so that was what the the whole the whole collection was was about like i said it was it it was in and the style wise it was inspired by the history of tech wear um i really do love tech wear so you know this, that's where the style came from you know with the jacket and pockets and then the cargo pants with its pockets and and the bucket hats 100 made made in a crop which people super clean by the way that 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 joint was super clean i seen and i said oh this man is coming with some heat i yeah. see that i see that yeah. I like, wow. I mean, that's one one of the things about the brand it's very minimalistic very super clean aesthetic. yeah and and sustainable as well i forgot to mention that mm -hmm. me coming from a geography background sustainability is is very important and so everything i do i make sure that it's sustainable from packaging to the natural dye that we use in a tie dye to how i got how i source the fabrics and the tech waste and stuff like that so really sustainability is at the heart of the brand so which is um yeah it and it and it's super important um you know what damage the fashion industry caused to the environment so we, we shouldn't really create too many stuff we should rather find a way to make a change make a change and reuse setting setting items because the desktop fabric itself are like waste fabrics from factories could be from factories could be from warehouses where they don't find any use for for these fabrics and they end up in ghana accra kumasi and some parts of africa you know so that's about the the rebirth collection which again it, it did amazingly well the feedback was incredible got a high snowpiety feature you know tons of magazine features and also sold out on the first release you know it did really quite well and then 
I also created a football jersey for the 30th anniversary of the brand last year, which I was very excited about this in particular because of the meaning and what we seek to achieve with this football shirt. And like I said at the beginning, it's, it's fashion, it's events, it's projects. And so sports, like I I grew up in a family where sports, we really, we really love sports. My dad was into sports and he, he worked with Ghana Football Association and, and myself, I used to play, I, I love football. I used to play at the juvenile level, just that I'm I sure was. I'm sure you're not so better than me though. <laughs> hey, don't, don't I'm go sure, there. I'm sure, I'm don't... sure you're not better than me. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to jump into the mix. DJ Frost Lady in the mix. In the mix. Oh baby, I know be sent. But oh, this matter make me faint. 
this kind of thing with the pants. We do make him money crazy, color. I'm afraid of falling in love again. Mm-hmm. I got scars, baby, and you know he paints. Mm-hmm. Me no want cry, me no want shed tears. Me I dare try, 'cause you're making me senseless, giving me nightmares. So the problem is just me I need help. Yeah. Oh no. The calculus, if let it go. I know the reason how many people have let me go. Inside the life, now inside the car, cause open my eyes, Lord, make a decision. Make a face my front. Make a bunch and no use me, just run. Make butter, butter, no stay my clothes. Oh my God, catch every time I call. Cause now only Jawe, they set my cause. In my own in as I run my run. Me, I know they for the attack along. Oh my God, catch every time I call. Cause now only Jawe, they set my God. Mistakes, I swear. For now, let I sacrifice my fears. And I start right here. I say I'm better, and you can't compare. Yeah. So like you can, but do the dip, do the mind. You know they can't see me outside. And me, I dare walk, I dare cry. So like you can, but do the dip, do the mind. You know they can't see me outside. 
Cause me I dare walk I dare cry When I get down But do you dare put your mind You know they can't see me outside Cause me I dare walk I dare cry When I get down But do you dare put your mind You know they can't see me outside Cause me I dare walk I dare Having these wild dreams Where I'm from, bright lights They tend to be hard to see Oh, I pray for strength Please let it wash off of me I can't help myself From having these wild dreams Kept to myself that nobody know I'm unless them was really deserving it Come from a place where you can't even see God bless I've even dreaming it Them not believe in themselves, then how can they believe in me? All of my blessings from God still don't know what is easy me. I'm having these wild dreams. Where I'm from, bright lights, they tend to be hard to see. And we're back. Like I said, I'm better than you in football, but I'm lying. I only yeah, played, yeah. <laughs> I only yeah, played yeah. in high school, but basketball is my thing, but that's okay. It's not about basketball. me today. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 played that. I, I played that as well. I mean, I'm, I'm quite sporty. I did a, did a bit of sports in my uh, high school years and I played hockey, oh, played wow. basketball, football. And I'm talking about football, football, by the way, not American. Football, soccer, you and your mates call it. I don't even know why you call it soccer, but that's a different conversation for another day. And um, it has nothing to do with me because I did not make that decision. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I did high jump as well. So, you know, I'm quite athletic. And, that's cool. So yeah. should we be looking forward to, you know, basketball jerseys too? You've got soccer, well, football jerseys. So it's possible. It's possible. Uh, I mean, the style or the aesthetic or like it has elements of sports, architecture, tech. These are elements that I incorporate in, in my design. And I was going to tell you about the project with the jersey and the beginning of the launch of Rebel Sports Club. So definitely if we kickstart our project with football and we are able to do and execute what we really want to do with Rebel Sports Club and as far as football is concerned, we can definitely get into basketball and other things. So the whole idea with the creation of the jersey was to create something for our 30th anniversary because we had never done anything for any of the anniversaries. I don't know. I thought it was, it's quite corny for me, like the way people celebrate one year two years and and i i know it's a problem like a lot of my friends keep telling me you need to celebrate your wins but for me i, I think it's mm. corny I, I think people should celebrate ah, it's not for me it's not for me to celebrate because i'm not even though i'm creating something that i like myself it really is not for me and i, I just think these are one of the things that i i think and a lot of people disagree and you know i just have a different perspective but celebrating your wins to me is quite corny so i never try to do anything even birthdays i don't i don't celebrate birthdays. interesting even even birthdays i don't i don't celebrate birthdays i might do something this year though because i'm gonna be 30 crazy three is a lovely that. number i see you had your your third year 
celebration for the soccer jerseys or football. Really? I mean, and then you, you know see, you didn't even put it together. Look at that. Look at that. I'm helping you. I'm helping you. <laughs> I haven't even thought about this. So yeah, three might just be my lucky number. I never thought I had a lucky number, but three might just be it, interestingly. So I was in a space where, I mean, I've always thought I could design jerseys better, actually. I have been a jersey collector all my life, you know, since I was a little kid. And, and I always thought I could design jerseys better. And so if anyone who is working with Nike or Adidas is listening to this podcast, yes, I am staying it with my chest that I've always thought I could design jerseys and sportwear in general. Better. And I co-sign. So, I co-sign. I co-sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So if you're listening, yeah, you can give me a shot and you won't I did bits with Nike in Germany when when I was there. I, I, I had the chance to do. I was I was involved in the sneaker design project with with Nike building. They you know they are celebrating anniversary of Nike Zoom and they just locked in a bunch of sneakerheads in the room to brainstorm and come up with a with a really cool design for Nike Zoom anniversary, which will come out. This year, I think this or next year, and I don't have to check, but yeah. So coming back to me saying that I've always thought I, I could design jerseys better. So I was just in that zone and I realized that I haven't really done anything for the 30th anniversary. So, okay, why don't I just do this? And I've actually, be, I'm, I'm a firm campaigner of women's football as well. I really love the idea of, of developing women's football. So in creation of the jersey, and like I said from the beginning, every collection has its own own story and I wanted every piece that I make to have sort of like an agenda so with this jersey we released in hope to support women's football development in Muslim communities in Accra love um, it so women's football is on ascendancy apart from the administrative problems or challenges that we've had finding talent is also a huge problem and I believe we have to go back to the same community that has produced Basically, majority of our football legends that we that we've had, you can talk of Abedi Pele. Abedi Pele is like Michael Jordan of Ghana's football. He's three-time African Footballer of the Year. His two sons play for the Ghana Black Stars, which one is the captain Andre and Jordan Ayu, all coming from the, the Muslim community. We have we've had Suleiman Tari, who's like third Ghanaian, I believe, to win the UEFA Champions League. We've had Ibrahim Sande, who's like one of the goats that we've had in Ghana football. Abdul Razak, like one of the goats we've had great talents grace the, the national team and even the the team that represented at the just ended world cup like half came from the muslim community so i believe and, and where i grew up we I actually grew up pretty close to a muslim community so i have seen the love they have for football like that's what they eat like with like they wake up they're playing football you know, and I used to play with them. So I, I see the passion and I believe that if we're looking for talents, we have to go back to this same community that has been labeled as the Ghana ghetto. When you when you go out there, it's like the ghetto, the streets, you know, when you go on the streets of Lima, like the, the young girls in these communities are more likely to be married up early to all the men because in such communities, they believe that's one of the ways to make money. One of the ways to make money is have their daughters married to older men and then the older men can now take care of their families. So it has been going on for a long time. Either that or they end up on the street talking, doing all sort of activities just to make some bread. But I believe 
this is a great opportunity for these young girls to have something better. We all know how lucrative being a footballer is these days. So I believe there's like a better pathway for these young girls to change their destiny and create a safe space for them. Whereas uh, instead of being on the streets, they can be on the pitch to learn and play football and have a wonderful career for themselves. So this is a project that we wanted to embark on. And the ultimate goal is to build the very first women-only football pitch in Accra, uh, in Muslim communities in Accra. And it's women-only because it's for everyone. The girls will never have the chance to play because the man will always hijack the, the pitch. And some girls are actually shy to play because there is that stereotype that if you play football, then you're a tomboy or you're a lesbian or, you you know, there's all the kind of talk. So girls really, really are not encouraged to play football in all parts of the world. So some of them can be shy. So if we have a training facility or like a, like a very nice state-of-the-art soccer pitch, these young girls can go out there to train, to learn, to be mentor. We can have some mentorship programs by some of the legends that we've had come and inspire them. There's a lot that we can do for... I can definitely come people. out and ins- inspire them. You know, you can fly me out. Exactly. I can exactly. Of course. people, you know, I'm saying, of yeah, course. I, I do this. You know, and if you I, ever... Exactly. And if you ever want to restart your football, football career... career. Giving up the cleats. I don't even know where it's at. The community for you to come and blend in and play and have fun and who knows you you might be picked for the, the national team so yeah hey anything is possible anything exactly. is possible exactly is- talent I believe it's very important that we nurture the talent so I believe it's a step in the right direction if we have something like this and this is the project that we have with the Jersey and we're looking for partnerships on projects and we've had some interesting conversations with some global sporting goods manufacturers and we are trying to see if we can have more partners to make this happen. So yeah, that's one of the things that we've created as well. And then there's another collection, the Antisocial Antisocial by Defaults, which is also like another T-shirt that, as the name suggests, it's pretty much a lot lot of these people tend to be antisocial. I used to be super antisocial, but it's me. I'm now just trying to get to know people, being proactive and getting to know people. But five years ago, six, seven years ago, I, I would never make that initiative to actually talk to someone. But I believe people who are non-conformists tend to be antisocial. So I, I also decided to create something like that. And I, I collaborated with a South African artist to come up with a beautiful illustration that was printed on white t-shirts, which I thought it was it was really interesting and thought-provoking. So, so that's a bit of stuff that we've done in the past as far as merchandise is concerned. And following up on the pop that we did at Africa in 2018, We've had our own exclusive events every December. It's a vision board party with music and drinks and food and a talk panel discussion. It's a really interesting event. It offers something different in December. You know how it gets in December in a crowd. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever been, but I you have. know how it gets party after party nonstop. But we, we you know we're trying to offer something different. And it's always on the 29th of December. And it's on it's on the 29th because by that time you would have evaluated the year 
and seeing where you thought you could do better and you would have known what you want to do for the incoming year. So it's a great time to create, have all, have all of these ideas on one vision board. So we have stationaries, we have tons of magazines that you can create your vision board. And there are people out there that you can connect with. Somebody might have a similar vision with you. That And, and we've seen some beautiful partnerships and collaborations come out of this particular event because what's the event called the event is called manifest an item pop-up rebel manifest an item pop-up i've been doing this since 2019 it's only 2022 december that we didn't do it because i was away for a long time and so we didn't have much time to really do much and the whole 2022 there wasn't any new release and so i would rather want to have fresh release to exhibit that i always want to give my people exclusive stuff you know the brand is actually very exclusive and everything is about having that bit so my people get the chance and what I mean by my people is you know the target audience the people in the community I just want to offer them something that they can only get at the pop-up which tends to be released maybe March, April or June but I tend to give them the chance to have them it, it, it gives them that special treatment so you show up you have this that unreleased stuff that will be released later on that you can have well I'm so expecting I didn't really exclusive yeah. things when this December thank you very much yeah, there's, there's always there's always something exclusive that 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 would be to be released later on. I also want to see how people receive the product. I want to see the feedback. I want to see the excitement in people's eyes, and it's always a wonderful feedback. Usually sold out, and then I have to reproduce and we shoot a campaign and do a proper release, and now for the world to see and consume. So there's music, like I said, there's drinks, free drinks. Always been free drinks. Um. Last the 2021 edition, we had a beautiful collaboration with Shivas Regal, the global Irish whiskey brand. And yeah, they, they were lovely to have provided a bar and give out cocktails for free, which I thought was really cool. And, and I'm really thankful for that relationship that we built with, with Shivas. Yeah. So speaking of like relationships, right? So how is it with your yeah. team? Like how many people are on your team? What's the dynamic like? And how do you guys all work or work together it's, it's like four of us and the rest are like contracted people on various stuff but it's just like me and me and my friends who have been very very supportive so i would i would say i would say like four um like four of us but it's a, it's a lot of work it's actually more than 10-man job but we will get there as we expand we we will get there this year it's one of the things that i want to do and we didn't really release anything last year. Like I said, I'm in a bit of company restructuring at the moment. We are trying to, re- I, I feel like I have to move on to a, the next phase of the brand. And so we've been there and done that. We've had our fun. We've done everything that I believe we needed to do in that phase. I want to move on to a, to the next level. And so we have to really, we have a lot of work to do in company restructuring. 
And yeah, and then I will release my debut full collection, which will be different from how I've done my things in the past. So yeah, and I'm almost 30. If not now, when? I believe now is the time to really take to the next level. I've always done this alongside my corporate job. I stopped working in corporate somewhere last year. And so now I really want to take this to the next level and really do this thing like a proper fashion, do this fashion thing. And that's that's where my head is at. So I'm currently designing my debut full collection with different looks and different clothing and accessories. I'm trying to model. Uh, for sure. Like, why not? <laughs> uh, let me know. Send me your portfolio. I will share with the rest of the team. And so just know you have a modeling gig for, for Rebel exactly. this, this summer. Y'all heard it here first. I got a modeling gig, y'all, with Rebel. Shout out to me. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do something different this time around. I believe I have so much time to fully concentrate. And now, like I said in the past, it's in just vibes, just passion, doing what I thought was cool. But now it's getting more and more serious from when I released the Rebirth collection and the feedback and the stores that are stocking my stuff in Europe and in and around Switzerland and Germany. The feedback has been incredible. So I'm like, you know, I guess I should really dedicate much more time to this and try and, and do this thing. And like I said, if not now, when? Like I'm almost 30 already. In the past, what I've done is I've taken one design or one story and released in different colorways. So for example, the Rebirth collection came in two colorways, navy blue and army green. And I'll just release. But now I want to like do like a full collection, a whole spring summer collection, a whole autumn winter collection, you know, stuff, stuff like that. And that's what I'm currently working on. What would you say the hardest part about being a young entrepreneur is? The hardest part is people. I still think it's people. I was listening to this podcast sometime. The guests were Alexander Arnold of LVMH. At that time, he was vice president, I think, of Remova. And Kim Jones, who at that time was, I think he still is, artistic director of Dior, right? And I think he was asked a similar question. And I totally agree. I, Alexander, I know when he was asked, he said people. And it's because CEOs spend majority of their time employing, managing, and firing people. That's what you're going to do majority of the time. Like you're going to spend it just employing, managing, and firing people. And because people are the most challenging of the journey. For me, I'm a perfectionist. I need people who I believe we see things in the same way. We have similar, uh, similar is even, we should have the same taste. Because I, Dang, I can't just. hold on. Why is it forced for them, for them to have the same taste as you? It can be similar. Otherwise, and they like, can... otherwise, <laughs> otherwise like, I think if we have, if we all see things the same way, it's best that way because then it's a true reflection of what we are working on. And people you can trust. Again, it's people having the same taste, people you can trust. Yeah. And even the people that you contract, again, in Ghana, it's so hard working with, with artisans and tailors. And it's, it's so difficult. Like the, the disappointments you have to go through with these people is a lot. Uh, I remember my first bunch of hats. I bought it in Germany and I brought it to Ghana because I, I wanted it made here. I couldn't get anyone to produce the hats for me. So I had to get it in Germany. And bringing it to Ghana, I wanted the embroidery to be done here. So... Of all the hats that I brought in and I met someone who 
you know, when you meet them, they would say all the sweet words, like, I know what you want. I can do it for you. Don't worry. Trust me. This, this and that. And I gave him all the hats. When we're past the deadline. I'm even nervous to hear what happened. Getting my hats back was a hustle. I had to threaten him with the police until I finally got the hats and realized that it wasn't done the way I wanted it to be oh, done. Man. Oh, hat, man. I gave him a specific position and a specific one size for him to work with. Like I gave him everything. He came back slapping this huge rebel because I wanted it minimal. And I measured everything and I gave you the position and the form size. You, I saw this huge rebel print on the front. It was so touchy to me. And I couldn't believe that. And even I told him, do one, send me a picture. I approve. And then you can run it through. This guy came back. All the 70 hats had everything done on it in a way that I don't like. So all went to waste. I had to get in a new set of hats and or it could be done in a way that I wanted it done. Things like this, it's people you're working with. You could say capital, but for me, I think the most challenging part of this journey has been with people. I remember my first photo shoot, I shot with this guy. I never had the images. Went back and forth for months only for him to send me about four images. He told me his laptop had been stolen and all the fibs, all the fibs in the world not to get a task done. Yeah, yeah, like his laptop was stolen. I met him. He showed me the laptop wasn't working. And apparently he was owing someone money ah. and the person seized the laptop from him. <laughs> so when he got it back, he realized that he yeah, had developed a problem. So it was like, yeah, I have my I have my pictures on it. He's like, I should give him some money to give to the guy so he could get ah. the laptop. I said, okay. I gave him some money to get a laptop back and he got it back. And now it's like, oh, he lost all his files. He could recover. Took it to a sample store somewhere. They tried and tried and he said he claimed that he only could restore a few stuff. I shouldn't worry. He will, he will go to South Africa or something. He's going to like, I should give him some of the hats. He will do some new shoots for me. Uh, now all the stories. Told me I found some models. He just needs something to transport. You know, he, he's going to do a whole new shoot. I gave him extra money plus my hats. All for nothing. After everything, I only had four images to use from the whole shoot that we did. So to me, I think it's people. Managing people. People you can contract, even people you trust to design for you or people you trust to model for you. For me, I'm very much particular about everything I do, even with models. They, they have to have a particular taste for me. If it doesn't work that way, then I can't have you. So I would say it's people. When you have to deal with all these like situations, what calms you down, especially specifically to music? What songs calm you down when you're having a tough day as an entrepreneur? That's that's a wonderful question. I could talk about music for days. I don't know. I, I guess every moment has its own music. And sometimes it could be in terms of genre, right? Does it have to be? So let's do yeah. this. So you see the situation you just told me, right? With the mm-hmm. uncle that was terrible at tailoring and with the photographer who just kept telling lies. Mm-hmm. What songs would have kept you calm in those moments? I believe I have to put on some conscious rap music. Here's some Meek Mill, Pusha T, here's some The Game. To know that life is not rosy, it's tough, there's light at the end of the tunnel, it's going to be better. I believe so. I would go back to conscious rap music, to the very soulful ones, Jay-Z, Song Cry. The one with the soulful samples. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of The Game. I listen to a lot of Pusha T, a lot of Butcher, Conway, The Machine, Cole, J. Cole, of course, Big Sean, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z. I mean, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. 
Jay-Z and Drake. I like that part of Drake. I'm I'm not with the singing, the singing Drake <laughs> or the mumble Drake. Drake has We're um, not gonna talk about Drake in here. Uh-uh. It's a it's a you time. It's a you time. Forget Drake right now. That's that's understandable. Yeah, like I said, I mean I can talk about music for days. Music is part of my life. I believe everything I know today, I owe it to music. Music does a lot for me. I chase music. I'm not a movie person, but I would chase music. Are we hearing a music collection? Now you gotta put me on the front cover. You have to put me on the front yeah, cover. Yeah, I mean, if we're doing a music yeah. collection, you gotta put me on the front cover now. You never know. You, you know, you, you never, never know. know. Hey, but yeah, you never know. These things I, I wanted to be involved in was music, sport, and fashion. Mm-hmm. And the third one is not to become the number one. Mm-hmm. We see what happens in the near future. For now, mm-hmm. I'm concentrated on one. I think it will get to a point where you know everything happens at the right time. I know for sure I will be involved in music one way or the other. People are surprised that I'm not yet. Uh, I don't know why myself, but you know, it's God's plan. So mm-hmm. we'll surely get there. That time will come and you know, send shockwaves. The time will come. Well, all I can say is big up to you. Keep up the great work. I like the whole thing that you got going on and keep it going. Don't ever feel like you're boxed. Every Actually, anytime you feel like you're boxed, you develop something better. So it, it yeah, doesn't even yeah, matter. Yeah. So go ahead and get yourself in a box again if you need to. <laughs> Because something great is going to come out of it. All I can say is the brand is actually getting started. I mean, beast mode right now. Like I'm hungry to make a statement. So I am in that zone to create. And like I said, I don't have a corporate job at the moment. I do have a couple of consultancy jobs that I'm doing. I believe by Q2, I should be done with them. But now I have less corporate work to focus on. So I'm channeling all my energy into this new collection. I know and believe that I'm just getting started. What I did in the last four years, just warm up trying to tell people that, hey, look at me, this is me. Mm. But now that you have your eyes set on me, it's like now I have to display. Let the games begin. I'm in some discussions with showrooms in Europe, in Istanbul. I was in Istanbul last year. I had the chance to have some meetings with some showrooms and, and sourcing fabrics and, and looking for materials and, and stuff like that. So it's going really well. That's why I said it's going to be something totally different. And 2023 is, yeah, it's, it should be amazing. It should be amazing. It will be amazing. You're actually lucky, though. You're actually lucky you're wearing one of the last ever pieces. One of the last, guys. I have vintage. Right. Right here, this, this shirt, I'm going to have to sell on eBay one of these days. It's going to cost me a million bands. You know what I mean? Like auction, auction The last question is, what advice would you give to any person, especially young person, especially young African person? Better yet, let's back up. Young black person trying to get started in anything they wanted to do. Or specifically, you can also gear it towards fashion. What advice? I have no advice. <laughs> there is, I can't give anyone advice because everything is different. It's not like one plus one is two. One plus one is two for someone. It could be 11 for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it could be 11 for someone else. It could be two for someone. I really can't give any advice. You might have to figure out yourself and figure out your own path because you can watch everything about Steve Jobs or Bill Gates, but that's Steve Jobs. It happened for Steve Jobs. It it won't happen for you. It can, but it won't happen for you. You can do the same, exact same thing or try and act like Jeff Bezos or Jay-Z or act like Virgil. You can try, but it won't succeed because it happened for Virgil. It's not going to happen for you. Before 
before Virgil, Kanye West thought he was going to have a shot at Louis Vuitton, but it didn't happen. It happened for Virgil, didn't happen for Kanye. So when it comes to advice, the best advice is no advice. <laughs> you have to figure it out yourself and see what you like and develop your own taste and believe in, in your perspective. That's If there should be any advice, I would say believe in your perspective and try and carve that perspective to develop something that you love doing that even though you have you get no money from it, you still enjoy the process. When I started this thing, like I said, there was no business model. If there's if there's if there's any business model and strategy and anything definite, it's actually now that I'm implementing these things. It's actually now because now it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And I have a larger community now that I have to really streamline things. Like I'm doing events and people are showing up. It's even crazy to me that people I don't know are showing up. We do have panel discussion concerning diaspora relations with the people in diaspora and investing in Ghana in the creative space for that matter. And I have people on the panel and people out there sitting and listening. It's surreal to me. But yeah, if, if there's anything to implement, it's actually now that I want to like really do this fashion thing and take it to the really, really next level. It's just, it's just been vibes. You should figure it out yourself. That's advice to me. Figure it out <laughs> yourself. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, me. it's all about perspective. Your perspective is that is, you see it to be an advice, then, mm-hmm. then that's great because think about it. You can take someone's advice. It happened for him or her, but it won't happen for you. And every time you listen to a successful per se when you can really think about it they're always saying something different so who's really like you know there are certain things that will run through like believe in yourself of course you have to believe in yourself but there sometimes they all say things that are different so who really has mastered I think it's more of a take everything with a grain of salt and take what you can actually implement I don't think it's a must you need to follow these steps to be successful like you said yeah yeah, true you gotta but some some have books though some have books saying and let them write the books hey shoot you can write a book too yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm addressing what you just said. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like steps in seven ways to make this. That's to you that these are the steps if you want to have the And maybe figure. those steps can work for somebody else. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying it, won't, it doesn't work. I'm not saying what I'm saying. Yeah, it actually yeah. works. But when you think about it, it happens for someone, but you just have to figure it out yourself. I mean, no one knows you better than you. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what someone thinks is what someone thinks, to be honest. So you know yourself better than anyone. So you just have to figure it out yourself. I believe if you have self-worth, you would know yourself and self-worth. And that's like having having um, self-worth begins from having self-love, you know? And that's why the, that particular collection came about. Because if you don't have self-love, you don't have self-worth. And if you don't have, and if you have self-worth, you have confidence because you believe in your ability you believe in your power you believe in your image you believe in your craft and that's how you delete shyness in your life i used to be super shy when i was young anyone who knows me from elementary school knows i was super shy i couldn't talk to anyone when i became conscious of my self-worth and realized that as a human being you let me tell you let me tell you something interesting that i i didn't share earlier as a human being right if you are shy why are you shy you're shy because one you are insecure about something perhaps you think you have the biggest nose 
schools in the world, for example, you think you have. So when you talk to someone, you think that's what the person is focused on. So you're shy and having eye contact because you think the person is focusing on your nose, the nose that. And the funny part is the person you're talking to probably even thinks you have a beautiful nose. But to you, like you're insecure about this nose and you're actually shy when that person is staring at you. You know, you, you think, you know, you can't have that eye contact or scared of fear because you think you're not good enough and you're going to fail. For example, in public speaking, you are not able to partake in that because you think you're not good enough and you're going to fail. So when you're given the platform to speak, you're, you're shy. Yes. You know, you're tense and, and you're shy and you can't speak because you think you're going to fail. But when you have self-worth, you have self-belief, you have self-love, whatever happens, you know, you still believe you're the shit. So how on earth are you going to feel insecure? How on earth are you going to have fear of failure? Because you know you have mastered the art, you have mastered the craft. There's no way you're going to fail. So that's why self-worth is really, really important. So again, back to the reason why I was sharing this. If you have that self-worth, you believe in yourself and you will figure it out. I can go on and on and on and on. <laughs> well, we want to say thank you so much for joining us today. We got the founder of Rebel here in the building. And we want to say big shout outs to you and keep up the great work. We can't wait to see what you got for us in 2023. Can't wait. Thank you. Right. Thank you for helping me overcome one of my fears talking. <laughs> talking. <laughs> Thank you for having me one of my fears. You're welcome. So many, You're you know, welcome. I've had so many requests in doing these things. I'm always like, I'm not that type of person to speak. And I just, I, I just want to be low key. I just want to enjoy my low key self. But yeah, thanks for pep talking me into this and mm -hmm. <laughs> thinking that I have something to say to the world. You're very welcome. One thing about me, I'm going to be persistent. You're not going to say <laughs> no to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. I, I wish I had that. I'm not. I, I will leave her alone. Like I, I don't push. Some people that I even know personally don't know this brand is mine, but I talk wow. to them. But I just don't know because I believe if you know, you know. Mm -mm -mm. And, and those who buy into the idea and the concept and love the aesthetic will come. It will attract them. It know? definitely it will, will but you can't be quiet about and, it. And the brand is called Rebel. Like Rebel can push people to, you know, I, I can't force people to like Rebel. The Rebel itself has to you have to see and tap into it. They can't tell the world that come to me. That's not the true essence. The essence is you coming across it and relating with what the brand is about. Either the story, either the style or the aesthetics of the brand. Three things. Just like yourself, you found it, you related to the brand and the story and aesthetics. And that's it, guys. Waiting for your portfolio and to join yeah. the academy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. To join the girls to play. <laughs> Man, the academy been calling me and all of that, you know, but I've been like, yeah, guys, guys, I'm trying to do my own thing. I'm independent. But that is all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>